Hello and welcome to the Chris Wolf Podcast on iCode Media. We are quickly approaching our 100th full-length episode, and I'm so grateful for your listenership. I've also been reflecting on these bonus episodes, and I started doing them almost six months ago, just prior to COVID, and based on your responses, I'll continue to produce and release them on Fridays. So for this week's bonus episode, I wanted to have Dr. Spencer Johnson on here to discuss neuroimaging and specifically provide some refreshers on CT scans. So Spencer, thanks for doing this. And when I speak about neuro across the country, I always run into just the basic how-to questions for ordering neuroimaging. Since it's not something we often do, it can be intimidating for primary care RDs. So let's talk CT scans. What are the general indications for CT scans? First is if you've got any orbital or sinus pathology or trauma, except just the optic nerve. And the reason for this is, is that the orbit and sinuses are bony structures in CT, because it's just a series of x-rays, is very good at imaging bone. So any pathology you've got in the orbit or sinuses, CT is the way to go. If you have an acute cerebral or subarachnoid hemorrhage, so any new bleed in the brain, a new bleed in the first few hours. So as optometrists, we're probably not the ones who are going to pick these up. But if you happen to have a patient uh, that presents and you suspect that they might have a new bleed, this is this would be what you would order for them. And in fact, CT is better at picking up new blood than even MRI. So again, in the first few hours, CT is the way to go. The third thing that you want to use CT for is the localization of a metallic or really any dense foreign body. And that makes sense again, because again, x-rays detect density. And so the more dense an object like a BB or a metallic foreign body, uh, CT is the best to pick that up. What about if I'm concerned about a plastic or vegetative foreign body? Plastic is fairly radiodense. If you think about like plastic tubing and catheters, and it will show up pretty well in CT scans. Um, other things that aren't so radiodense, like maybe wood uh, or vegetative matter, ultrasound might be your best bet to be able to pick those up. I always treat ordering neuroimaging like writing a prescription or ordering a lab. It has to contain minimal data. In your mind, what's the minimal amount of data that you need to put on an order for a CT scan? So there are three components to writing an order for a CT. The first is going to be the location. It's fairly straightforward. You just have three choices. So you can order a CT of the orbit and or the brain and or the sinuses. So you can have any combination or all three of those. So you may order, I, want, I need a CT of the orbit and sinuses, or I need a CT of the brain and orbit, or I need a CT of the orbit, brain, and sinuses. But that generally, when you order CT, those are your three choices for the things that we do. And of course, you could order a, a CT of the abdomen or chest or the knee or something like that. But for what we do, those are going to be our choices. The second component to ordering a CT scan is iodinated contrast. Uh, so contrast for CT is iodine based. And basically, you just need to tell radiologist if you want it without contrast, or if you want it with and without contrast. So if you order it with contrast, they're going to do 
a sequence without it, and then they'll do another one with it so you can compare the two. So it's either without or they do both, and you just indicate that on your order. Lastly is a presumptive diagnosis, and that um, has two purposes. One is you want to tell the radiologist what you are looking for. And for, so that's one. The other is for billing purposes. So you want to send along an ICD-10 code. And it doesn't matter if you're not sure. Just what is your best thought, your presumptive diagnosis at this point? And then the imaging center, the hospital, whatever facility you use, will use that ICD-10 code so they get paid. Along with the presumptive diagnosis, just another note, um, radiologists like us, like any provider, likes to have as much in information as they can. And so give the radiologist as much, as many details as you can about your case. You know, where do you think it is? What do you think caused it? What could it possibly be? And I talked to our radiologist and, um, you know, you don't want to be the one who's trying to test the radiologist to see if they can find the needle in the haystack and not tell them where you think it is. So go ahead and they really appreciate it if you give them as much information as you can. Thanks again, Spencer, for your expertise. If you found this episode valuable and you'd like to take additional steps for better understanding of neuroimaging, check out Dr. Johnson's course at iCodeEducation.com. That's E-Y-E-C-O-D-E Education.com or follow the links in today's show notes. Additionally, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast, write a review, share it with your friends. At iCode Media, we believe in advancing the optometric profession by diving deep into eye care topics and providing actionable steps for our listeners and subscribers. Have a great week. Talk to you soon.